Hi, it's me coming to you live from my childhood bedroom in Colorado Springs, Colorado. There are multiple Leonardo DiCaprio movie posters on the wall. Uh, some pictures of Heath Ledger, R.I.P. And, uh, of course, one of the greatest looking men who ever lived, John F. Kennedy Jr. Now, this bedroom is a tribute to uh, men I suppose, who I do love. You know, a lot of people perceive me to be a man-hater, but that's not true. I love men. Um, but this episode that you're about to hear is about things I don't like. <laughs> Good tie-in, right? Uh, so me and Charles Disney are back. I split it into two episodes. Last week you heard us talk about the things we liked in 2018. Now you're going to hear us talk about the things we disliked in 2018. And quite shockingly... This episode is shorter than the episode in which we talked about things we liked, which shocks me, you know, two misanthropic people coming together to talk about things they don't like. And it's just less things than things they liked, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, yeah, so shows, I will be back in Los Angeles. Uh, and my first show of the year is Chatterbox Comedy Night, Sunday, January 6th. So hope to see you there. Okay, so enjoy me and Charles Disney. the bad things this one is more vague in general but um, okay uh should i start sure i hated michael b jordan's performance in black panther oh and i don't controversial i don't understand why people <laughs> praise it i think it's horrible acting do you think people just think he's hot i maybe um i saw that was with bradley cooper too where it was like they're both appearing to work very hard to act and I think they're both good actors. Like, I like Michael B. Jordan in anything I don't know. Else. I saw Creed 2 and was he bad? was pretty bad. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see Creed 2. But I, I always like him fine. But in this movie, it was like, oh, he's he's like the best villain. I'm like, eh. You're giving a lot of credit to the writing, which he's like an interestingly written bad guy in the movie. Sure. But as a performance, I was just like, you, you just, you're clearly acting really hard. And right. And it's bothering me. 
Right. I, I don't buy you as this guy at all. Yeah. Whereas I think Chadwick Boseman is great in Black Panther. Like he's just... Also, can I just say I saw Black Panther on a date and I mm. fell asleep during the movie. Oh. <laughs> it's and long. people in front of me like basically were acting like I was racist for falling asleep. <laughs> I was so tired. It's, a, it's like a two and a half hour long movie. Also, and I saw it on Friday night. You know how tired you get on Friday yeah. after a work week? It drags. It drags. And I, I saw it in an empty theater. There was like nobody else besides us in the theater. Yeah. So I, maybe some of the energy of seeing it with a crowd was missing. Right. But I was like, this movie drags. It's fine. It's a fine movie. But mm-hmm. the way that it's... And this is kind of my correlated point to this. It's like there's a lot of people talking about this movie <laughs> in ways that are not accurate to the quality of the film. Sure. Like it's a fine comic book movie. It's better than most. But when people are like, it's one of the best films of the year. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Do people like, think it's going to like win an Oscar or I, something? I, like maybe for like isn't costumes. is it nominated for already for, not that this matters, but isn't it nominated for like the Golden Globe for best picture and didn't get... Best one? picture? Yeah. Or, Did the Golden Globe nominations come they, out? Am I hallucinating? No, they didn't. There's no way. Those haven't come out yet. Otherwise, I'd be talking about... They don't announce them until, like, early January, I believe. My... Yeah, but, you know... Uh, well, yeah. Maybe I'm maybe I, I'm I just like that I didn't have to pay to see it. <laughs> Somebody else paid for me. I mean, again, it's fine. I don't hate it. But I, I, I'm just like, you know, I don't think that you're, like, a more open-minded, woke person just because you like Black Panther. I don't think that... It, it makes you a better person to have liked this movie. It's mm. it's a movie. It's a corporate product. At the end of the movie, it's still dudes fighting each other while the fate of the world hangs in the balance, much like every other Marvel superhero movie in existence. Right. So I think it's fine. I just, I don't know. I, I All the praise for Michael B. Jordan, I was just like, who is enjoying this performance? And that mm-hmm. kind of got me thinking about why people are like, I think pretending to like the movie better than they actually do sure maybe I'm that pre- happens a lot where people pretend to like things yeah <laughs> <laughs> really does but maybe i'm just a racist that's all <laughs> <laughs> okay well let me can i say my worst fucking movie of the year sure a star is born <laughs> fuck it you know not good no yeah. and i had high expectations the trailer made me cry Ooh. This is a case of the trailer was a crime against humanity. Mm. <laughs> um, here's Much what like I did where the like wild things it. are. Same. I didn't see that. Uh, so terrible. I would say the first half of the movie is good. I agree. Uh, you know the part where they sing "Shallow" on stage. I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. You know, it's only gonna get better. Wrong. Yeah, incorrect. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, first of all, Bradley Cooper's choice uh, in his character to well, he modeled it after Eddie Vedder, I believe. Yeah, that's what you've said. Also, he looked ter- like he's a grizzled alcoholic, yeah. and he looked like a Christmas ham. <laughs> like honestly, he looked like a glazed Christmas ham. Yeah, he always looked greasy. Oh my god! When the first time they kissed, I gagged. <laughs> I was like, "How could you kiss him?" Like he, I was just like, I just imagined the alcoholic smell. Yeah, all over him. And listen, this is not to say I have dated and fucked plenty of alcoholics. Sure. Okay, he just looked disgusting. Okay, and he didn't change his look ever. He just looked the same. No, All his hair time. looked like an oil slick. Yeah. It looked terrible. And his voice, I didn't, 
I didn't buy his voice at all. I didn't think no, that it, was... it was too much. It was like so fucking fake. Who's the actor? The, what's his name? The other guy who was in it playing his brother? Sam Elliott. Was he trying to talk like Sam Elliott? I think so. Because <laughs> Sam Elliott says, you stole my voice. And I'm assuming that was tied in to it. But I I kept thinking of like Heath Ledger and Brokeback Mountain. I never saw that. Heath Ledger talks like that in Brokeback Mountain. Heath but- Ledger, can I just, I think about him often, <laughs> even though he's been Ooh. dead for 10 years. Yeah, almost 11. Uh, he, he pulls it off in Brokeback Mountain. Like that's not his voice, mm-hmm. but it works because he, he embodies that voice pretty well. Heath Ledger was great at that. He was great at creating voices for characters and then lesser actors would also do that. Like I, like Bradley Cooper is doing like a Heath Ledgerish thing. I think in A Star Is Born, mm-hmm. much like Tom Hardy was doing a Heath Ledgerish thing in The Dark Knight Rises as Bane. Yeah, when not the same, th- but talking in like a weird voice to get into the character. I don't know. Well, maybe I'm just biased because um, Tom Hardy is still alive. But I, I feel like. Well, I feel like if Heath Ledger lived, he I hands down believe he would be just like one of the greatest actors, one of the greatest living actors. Sure. He was great. Yeah. You know, but Tom Hardy is what we have. Right. <laughs> that's what we that's what we're working with. And I think he's great too. Yeah, he's I like Tom Hardy, but I, I think that they they both were doing this thing where like if I use this like unique voice it's gonna kind sure. of help. But I it, really instead feel, it's just off putting. Like yeah, what? What does he sound no, like? I that? I really think that Bradley Cooper just did too much. Like he directed, he like didn't he write the script, the new well, script? He I, didn't I, work on that. I don't know. He produced, he, did, yeah. he directed, he acted. You know, and it's just like <laughs> I liked the only stuff I liked from the later part of the movie was the sequence when he's drunk or high and they're playing Pretty Woman. Is uh, this when he pisses himself? But before then, oh, the part where he's on the guitar and he's like, his he's playing is really aggressive and weird. Right. I thought that sequence was really good, but yeah, the majority of the second half of the film was just like, it just it, it felt strange and not connected to reality. It was like they're living in an alternate. Right, and I thought then I thought like the when the alley stuff when she was like the pop star, I yeah. thought it was like way too heavy handed right. and and too corny. Yeah. It was like too much. Right, you know, like we got it. Like she's like a pop star, but they made her songs like so stupid. Like yeah. she was like a fucking idiot, and she already needed therapy. I mean, with Dice as her father, yeah. like who wouldn't need therapy? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I feel like that whole the sequence at the beginning with her father, like it was kind of to show that she was kind of like a caretaker codependent. Yeah. And that was her attraction to Bradley Cooper, who was disgusting. (laughs) Allie, she needs therapy, (laughs) but I was, were you relieved when he died? Yeah, I was ready for it to be over. When that song at the end, I I think that's supposed to be like a big, meaningful moment. I was like, Oh, how, how close to the credits are we? How close? Uh, Yeah. Please let this be the last thing that happens. You know, It'll probably win Best Picture. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. I It'll win some. I think Lady Gaga will win for Best Actress. That's fine. I didn't have a problem with her. She did great. Yeah. I think she was fine. You know, the, it, the movie itself is the problem. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a very janky, weird movie. Yeah. Your your next thing. Um. I. Let's see. I'm getting very aggravated, uh, and this has happened 
I think we've just become aware of it in 2018, but the way that Uber and Lyft and ride sharing in general has like fucked LA traffic even worse. Because there's so many people driving for it on yes, the roads. Yes, they're driving everywhere. There's people taking a ride. Like it hasn't decreased car rides no. at all and it's increased it, it, it. It's increased them. And that's been really disturbing to me because the whole purpose of these things is to like reduce needing to drive and, and park and all the stuff that's damaging within a city. But instead, it's had the opposite effect. And that's why I'm very pro-scooter. I know people hate the scooters, but I'm... Dangerous. I think they're great. Dangerous folks. Uh, Call me if you get in an accident. Ooh. I think... uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm really disturbed by these trends in the city. I'm just seeing... I remember I had to pick my um, my mom up from the airport earlier this year and just driving from the west side where I live mm-hmm. to the airport was like horrible. A, an hour. It and sounds I'm like, terrible. This is absurd. It shouldn't be like this right. anymore, but it's getting worse. And that is a trend that I'm very nervous about for the next few years. Just living in LA and trying to make well, it a place. Well, LA, like, they're, they're, like the public transportation system here is bad. It's be, it's I mean, not you, as, you're somebody who's done it more than me. It's not as bad as it has a reputation for. It it has if you're on like a major thoroughfare, if you take public transit on Wilshire Boulevard, it's fine. If you take public transit in other places where there's not a lot of bus coverage or they, they don't come as frequently, it's pretty bad. And it's hard to get from some places to others. So and we just have a thing in LA with buses. Like there's this snottiness about using Sure. I had a, there was a girl who worked at my job. Uh, she's no longer there, thank God. And she, she sucked. But anyway, she would, I noticed she would, uh, so she, she really thought highly of herself and yeah. dressed in like designer clothes yeah. and Louboutins and all that stuff. But she would take the bus to work and yeah. she would get off one stop further away right. than as close to the office building as possible so that nobody would see her getting off the bus. Yeah. Of course. Somebody, one of my coworkers noticed this when they were driving. <laughs> like, oh my God. It's so scandalous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I, one of my first jobs in LA, I, I had my car, I still had a car at that time, but I used to take the big blue bus, the Santa Monica one yeah. to work because it was just easy. Yeah. The stop was right outside my place. It stopped right outside of work. So I'd go there and one of the executives at the place I was working really was annoyed that I took the bus. She's like, you have to get a car to, to live in L.A. Did you know that? <laughs> you have to get a car. And I was like, I have a car. I just don't ride it here. I don't have to fucking spend 20 minutes parking. And it's a dollar. So I'm just going to take the bus. Yeah. She's like, you need need to get a car. I was like, okay. So later she had a stroke. <laughs> and I couldn't have been happier. Did she die? No, I think she's still alive. Was she older? No, she was like in her 30s or 40s. Oh my God! And she had a stroke. Yeah, she had a stroke. Jesus. Not while I was there. Take care of yourselves, folks. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I don't think there's a lot you can do. (laughs) She was. Do you think she gave it to herself with stress? Can you do that? I'm sure. The. The. Was it an aneurysm or a stroke? As far as I know, it was a stroke. I don't know the details. I just I had no like I don't want I don't wish ill on people, but she was so shitty. When I, when I started working there, I was like a low-level PA. And I just hated her and her attitude towards me. Yeah. So I, when people were like, oh, did you hear so-and-so had a stroke? I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I did don't care. Did you say care. that, though? Yes. 
I was like, it's just meaningless to me. I have yeah. no warm feeling. I mean, as a human being, I'm sad that that happened to her. But like, I've been given no reason to give a shit about this person's health. Right. That leads into my next worst thing. <laughs> uh, emails from my supervisor at work on tardiness. Mm. Do you have any to share? Oh, yeah, I can. I think I forwarded one uh, to myself. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not going to say where I work. It doesn't matter where the fuck I work. Okay. So this happened during Mercury retrograde and that's important. Of course. Cuz I said I I I sent an email saying I was going to be late, okay? Heather, you were an hour late today. <laughs> Without notifying the office. We started to think you had been in an accident or there was some sort of emergency. What a lie. Uh, <laughs> per the employee handbook. Uh, anytime somebody starts in with the per, I, fuck off. <laughs> I hate per. Per is so stupid. Anytime a sentence oh, begins with per. It's also like really amateurish, don't you think? I, per? I, uh, it's, I, it's office speak for... Uh, I'm going to cite some fucking bullshit to get you in trouble. You can just say according to. Yeah. Per, 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 per. (laughs) Per the employee handbook. (laughs) (laughs) If you will be in excess of 10 minutes late, you are to notify your manager that you are running late and your ETA to the office. Your scheduled hours are 9.15 to (laughs) 6.15. Reviewing your time card, you have been late every day this entire month, as well as most days. The last month. And the month before. <laughs> Is that true? I don't know. I've never, but I've never like gotten in. This is the only person who has ever like said anything right. about anything. Yeah. And, but everybody in the office is tardy. Yeah. Like all the time. It's hard to be on everybody. time in the city. It's it, very it is. Difficult. Especially. We have discussed habitual tardiness in the past. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> then I replied. I sent you an email for my personal Gmail account saying I was late. <laughs> and then she goes, I did not receive it. So this happened during Mercury Retrograde. I did send the email and then I sent the screenshot of the email. And what did she say to that? Nothing. Hmm. Owned. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, this, this obsession right? with like, if, if you're not customer facing. Not customer facing. Then the need for you to be at this exact moment. Especially if your work quality is fine. It's mm-hmm. just, there's no reason for yeah, it. Yeah, this sent me into a suicidal uh, depression for a few days. Because I was like thinking of it. You know, I like I was like having it. I was having, you. I told you this. Yes. That I was having anxiety over this. Because yeah. it was too much. Because, and you told me, you know, it, it does give you that feeling of like, oh, like I feel like I did something wrong. Yeah. You know, when in reality I didn't. I did what I was supposed to do. I said, yeah, I'm going to be late. Yeah. It's this... Uh, workplaces have all these weird obsessions and I, th- I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just people get in power and they feel like they, have to they just enforce. want to control every aspect of your life. So we've talked about this. If somebody is, if somebody is habitually late and their work is suffering, sure. right? That's when you can go, okay, you're late all the time and all this stuff isn't being done. We need to talk about your tardiness because it's clearly mm-hmm. affecting your work product. But right. when it's like somebody's late and it doesn't matter and they're not talking to anybody that, that is a customer. It's like just, and their work is fine. It's like, okay, just let this slide. There's no reason to police it. Yeah. And I, I you know, and if they, they're not like a crazy person who like people have problems with, yes. you know, it's not like I get along with like almost everyone at my job. No, so. it's just weird authoritarian nonsense. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, 2018, uh, using social media posts to uh, get people in trouble. Uh, oh, yeah. This, okay. this has been an ongoing battle <laughs> yeah. between both sides, the right and the left. Yeah. And uh, it's just tedious as someone who is the victim of this sort of in right. a very minor way. Yeah. I'm very against this this kind of thing. Yep. And uh, I have friends who've been personally affected by their own controversies. Sure. Even though they may have said things that I did not approve of or agree with. Oh, right. Um, that one. <laughs> but it, it's... Uh, I think it was John Ronson who said that like... Author of So You've Been Publicly Shamed. Yes. Who, who just described him as like, oh, like they're these, they, det- they think they're detectives and they're discovering something about you because you wrote this one thing once right. that may have been misinterpreted. Right. And it just doesn't do anything. Like, I, I, I don't see any greater purpose to it. It's just a zero sum, unending battle that's never going to end. It's going to be, oh, we're going to get this person fired and then that means this person's going to get fired. Mm-hmm. It's just going to go on and, and it's on and especially on. problematic because, you know, I feel like in the last 10, 15, 20 years, culturally, this country has changed a lot. Right. Like we've had rapid cultural and social changes, mostly due to the existence of social media and the rapid spread of information, but it's also been harmful in these ways, right. you know? So there was a funny tweet about like Thanksgiving and I don't, I'm paraphrasing it. I don't remember mm-hmm. what it exactly said, but she was like, you know, if you, if you don't cancel your 92 year old racist <laughs> grandmother, you're part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of pointing to the absurdity of like, you know, the, right. there's, there's only so much, so many difficult conversations that you can right, have. Right, right, Yeah. And yeah, I've just, I've been very dismayed by that because it's just, it's people that engage in this thing were like, oh, I'm screenshotting these things. Yeah. And I'm going to show them. And it's just like, well, eventually you're going to get something you do or say is yeah, going to exactly. get you in trouble. Yeah, that's why I heard I on a podcast they were talking about like, oh, yeah, like, you know, any World War II veteran who has said anything racist about uh, Japanese people, let's cancel them. <laughs> you know? It's just like, it, is, it yeah. points out that like kind of craziness. That's what know? I used to say about my grandfather all the time. He was, you know, he was a World War II vet. Mm-hmm. He flew in Normandy and he was shot down. He lived in Nazi prison camp. I think I killed fucking Nazis. Mm-hmm. And did he say some bad shit about gay people and, and black people sometimes? Yeah, but <laughs> it's like, what am I going to say to the guy? Am I going to say, Graham, right. that's... Little problematic, Grandpa. Well, yeah, I mean, he was from a different era. Yeah, totally. You know. Yeah. So there's, I'm not, I'm not saying people should get away with racism Mm-mm. and and fucked up harassment and right. going after people. But there's right. also times when I'm like, eh, I think we cannot. Well, I mean, even with the Kevin Hart stuff, I was just like. God. Like yeah, they're like I, apologize, yeah. you know. They give him the job hosting, and then the next day they're like, "You have to apologize." And I, you know, I like. I, did you agree with his actions? He actually did apologize. Yeah, I, I, I just had a hard time giving a shit. Um, I the stuff that he was saying was annoying me mm-hmm. afterwards because he was just talking about how I'm proving as a person and blah blah blah. And he wasn't really addressing. I didn't need an apology. I just wanted him to address and say, "Listen." This is dumb shit I said on Twitter 10 years ago. Right. That's what it is. What yeah. do you want? Yeah. And and that be it. And he just kind of didn't even address that mm. point. So, I, uh, yeah, I didn't care. That's true. I, I just don't 
yeah, people are going to say, just think about 10 years ago, the they, stuff that if, you could say. Are they going to try to hire Eddie Murphy and then the next day be like, oh, we we saw Raw. Yeah, we watched and Raw. And you need to get the fuck out. You need to apologize. Yeah. You need to apologize for Raw. Yeah. <laughs> that Mr. T routine, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. I It's people evolve over time. Yeah. And... They would probably make him apologize for the nutty professor too. <laughs> We're like, you made fun of fat people. <laughs> what, was the, what was the Pluto Nash? The Adventures of Pluto oh, Nash. Like, his yeah, giant bomb. That. That's yeah. the one he should apologize for. <laughs> that shit that he right. was making. He's made some. No, I could totally just be like, Professor Clump was awful. <laughs> You're making fun of fat people. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like those movies are funny though where he's playing like multiple characters I haven't watched them in so long oh my god do you remember when he played multiple characters in Coming to America like in the barbershop he was like the old oh, yeah, Jewish yeah. guy that's his shtick he's funny yeah. you know except now he's like he's so famous and rich that he's like basically like been living this life of isolation yeah that's, how, that's what happens decades. sometimes if you get too big comedy wise you get yeah. removed because people any... are always like asking like why why won't eddie murphy do stand-up anymore and like you know i've heard you know through the grapevine that he feels like he couldn't do it because you know he's just in another world you right. know he has nothing to relate to right i've heard he has really bad stage fright oh uh, yeah that's like yeah i think he has a lot of like anxiety yeah i mean that's a lot of pressure you come out and eat shit. Sure. It's, it's a hard one to overcome. Right. Because like people, you know, he's held to such unsurmountable standards. So right. anyway. um, Okay. So the next thing, next bad thing. Uh, I had to withdraw from a comedy festival oh. because the person who ran it uh, with their significant other had been accused of sexual harassment and assault by people in the local comedy community. Wow. And they had also apparently mishandled a an allegation of sexual assault that had taken place uh, between members of their theater company. So that pissed what? me off because I wanted to go to New Orleans. I'm not going to say the name <laughs> of the festival. I'm not going to say this guy's name, but that pissed yes me fest? off. Charles, I, I can't hear you. What happened? Oh. Is my... Your mic's it? not working. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that pissed me the fuck off. I'm I'm just so tired. Well, I think we've made more progress, obviously, with like calling out these fucking creeps, you know. But you know, there's still more to be done. Did you see the Woody Allen thing that came out today? Yes, yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. He he's just never gonna go away. Yeah, probably not till he dies. <laughs> but I he hasn't died yet. When is it gonna happen? Who knows? Probably not for long. He seems to be in good health. He's still pumping out movies. Is he Ashkenazi? I think so. They live forever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they live to be like 100. I, I I hope I get a 23 me. I want to be part Ashkenazi Jewish. I my, think I am part my, Russian Jewish. My grandfather had some. How old was he? He was died? 92, 93. Yeah, pretty good run. Yeah. I'm hoping Or a bad myself. one. You know, who, la- it depends on how you look at life. The last few years, not so good. Mm. Yeah. I want to. I want to die before that. I want to live it, a long time before it gets bad. But I don't want it to decline. Okay. I, I want somebody to put a gun in my mouth. <laughs> so you're it. pro euthanasia. Yes, hundred percent. Okay. You would want the gun. You wouldn't want like a well, like met, a nice whatever cocktail to go to sleep. Whatever <laughs> I can get, but sometimes. Yeah, the, you're not able to get those cocktails because right. we're so weird about death. It's like we Jack Kevorkian, great American. No, yeah. <laughs> we need to keep alive these people that are living in misery. It's very right. important that these suffering people. Yeah. 
If I don't know if uh, what year was it when the Terry Shivo stuff happened? Was that like oh one five six? Oh yeah. Well, if we were reviewing two thousand five, we'd talk about that. <laughs> it was a big. I think it was right after. It was. No, I'm trying to remember if it was two thousand five or six. It was. Well, like, it was definitely when like Bush was president. Yeah, it was right? a yeah because Bill Frist was sent like Senate Majority Leader, and he was diagnosing her with video is still being like conscious. Right. Very embarrassing. People forget this about the Bush years and I'm always happy to remind them the Bush years were fucking crazy too. Everybody's forgotten that time oh, yeah. of our history. You know, I, 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 I remember like the day we like went to war, you yeah. know, like, do you remember that? Yes. God, oh, yeah. everyone's forgotten. Yeah. Everyone. It's still happening. Yeah. Do people know this? <laughs> it's, we're still over there. <laughs> it's, insane to me that people are like oh my god it's just so crazy now i'm like it was fucking crazy for eight years what's and crazy to me is that there are still people who don't think that what's happening now is crazy yeah well, they're just course. like in their own little world must be nice sure but it's also it we've been down the crazy path before and we just had a more efficient crazy machine in the presidency Right. The the people that were in the Bush administration who knew, like knew how to accomplish their goals, which right. is even worse than now. Also, you know, President Bush, he actually read books. Did you know this? I'll yes. give him that yeah. credit. He read books. No. This president? Do you think he's reading books? <laughs> no. But he also had Dick Cheney with him. That's true. The but very dangerous Dick Cheney. Right. That was that was the key part of it. Have you seen the previews for Vice? I have. With uh Christian Bale. Yeah. Wow, what an actor. Yes. Do you think if Heath Ledger was alive that <laughs> there would be a rivalry? Or do you think Ledger would have surpassed him? It's hard to say. I I, I love Christian Bale. That's something mm-hmm. about him is yeah. he seems deeply mentally ill, oh. but I still. He seems like he's so grumpy. The all the time. This is what I'll say, of Christian Bale. You know, he his, hates everything. His uh, his big blow up on the set of Terminator Salvation, the famous one. I actually. He's he's correct. I was I actually agree with yes, him on that. He is, what was happening? Somebody was making sound. The DP or? Shane Hurlbut was in Christian Bale's Wait, what eye movie line, was this? On? Terminator Salvation. Okay, yeah. And. Christian Bale was doing this very intense emotional scene and Shane Hurlbut was in his eyeline fucking with lights. So Christian Bale got pissed because it was the second time that he'd done it during a very like trying emotionally scene. Mm -hmm. So he just shouts at him and correctly. Yeah. Because that's, if you've ever worked in production, you know. Well, productions are so stressful to begin with. And, And he seems like he's the type of actor who likes to do single takes. Yeah. Yeah. And... The, the the crew is always clueless about that sort of thing. So I hundred mm-hmm. yeah, I love hearing a DP get know, fucking shoot really out. People really like went in on Christian Bell. No, like, he's right. Know. If you listen, I mean, he sounds he's saying crazy shit and it's <laughs> hilarious, but he's correct. That's probably what I would yeah. do if I got that mad. But like, I feel like you like to be on the level that he is as far as his artistry, yeah. you have to be fucking crazy. Yeah, of course. Like you have to be on edge. The best part to me is when he seems to know that he's being crazy and he's like, you're a nice guy, <laughs> but we're done professionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Was it? Did you see the big short? What do you think of him in that? 
I liked him in that. Yeah, it was good. I like I like his I loved his Batman. His Batman was the correct take on Batman. You think so? Batman is a crazy person who dresses oh, up. Oh, he he's an eccentric Yeah. And he dresses like, up like a bat. I don't even know. I guess he's kind of a narcissist. Yeah. So of course he's yelling and screaming and talking in a weird voice because he's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> I don't know why people were Well no, but the thing about Batman with uh, you know how Batman, like, as soon as he puts on the suit, he he's like, oh, "I'm Batman." Yeah. You know, it's like that is mental illness. Yeah, like, for- Batman's crazy. <laughs> he's definitely because he saw his parents get fucking killed. Yeah, you know how come nobody ever brings this up as like the mental illness of yeah, Batman? Batman is mentally like just because Ill. he cha- he did channel his mental illness into positive vigilanteism. Yeah. you know, which is great. But yeah, he, he is crazy. He talks in the crazy voice because he's crazy. <laughs> That's why. It's very easy. It's not, it's not a shocker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, my second to last worst thing. Getting ghosted multiple Ooh. times this year. I got ghosted by uh, the guy I had sex in a mansion with. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're listening, I'll never go out with you again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice yeah. to draw that line. That's for sure. No, I mean, I, I, it's just like rude. It's fucking rude. Yeah. Ghosting is rude. It is rude. I'd rather just hear. Isn't it more pleasurable? I, I, I posted about this today on Facebook. I was like, why ghost somebody? We can tell somebody to their face <laughs> that you hate them. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that sounds more appealing to me. Yeah. And Are it, people just cowards? Yes. Well, because we've made it very easy for people to avoid that kind of confrontation. Right. And it's, yeah, it's just sort of a function of, of having this communication style mm-hmm. where you can just kind of effortlessly end the interaction. Right. And they can't, and they know that you're getting, they know the message that is being sent to them. Exactly. But there's not a, there's not a final moment, which I am annoyed by because I would rather, even though getting somebody telling you they're not interested sucks. I'd, at, I'd rather hear At that. least you hear it and then you're like, oh, okay, like I'm not wondering. Yeah, like, exactly. Did I do something wrong? Exactly. Is there some other thing that happened? Did you die? I, there's there's just a lack of closure, as no, annoying as that is to say. Right. So, yeah, ghosting sucks. Fuck you if you do that. Yeah, fuck you, ghosters yeah. and... Uh, and zombies. Orbiter. Also hate the, the zombies. Is the zombie when you ghost and then return? Yes. Okay. Those I hate the most. And then most. you ghost again? Or, like, how does that work? Uh, sometimes. I, I've definitely, but why do they come back? I've been that happened. To, I got zombied this year. I got I got ghosted. Yeah, and then they came back. Yeah, you know well, why? They're just, they're to just, check in on they're me. Unsure. They're unsure. Like, oh. They're like, oh, maybe that I shouldn't have ended that. Maybe I liked it. I miss it. I'm gonna try. Wait, this do again. you count the guy who contacted me after three years as a zombie? Did he ghost you originally? Oh yeah, <laughs> that is a zombie. But three years. Well, it just depends on what happens. It's a long time. Maybe he's grown. I hope so. Hmm. Is it time for my next one? Uh, is it? Yeah. You got ghosted? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I, I touched on this earlier when we talked about politics. I'm just sort of annoyed by politician worship. Um, Beto. The, the Beto is kind of a good example. I, I'm, I acknowledge that Beto actually drove turnout. There's a reason a lot of Democrats got elected in Texas. I don't think that... Beto was bad, but there's this, uh, I can't remember who wrote this, but they said there's this real strong urge to find like a white Obama going on in the Democratic Party. He does have kind of a white Obama look to him, doesn't he? He has like the same, he has like a similar face. I think Ossoff was another, remember Ossoff? Who's that? He was, I think, running for 
Senate or representative for in that special election in Georgia, I think it was. I'm trying to remember. And Ossoff was also another like white. How do you white, spell that? O-S-S-O-F-F, I think. Or maybe one S. What's his last name? His name is John Ossoff. Oh, John Ossoff. I think he was another white Obama. Oh. <laughs> this guy looks um, like he's hiding something. Like a body. <laughs> Yeah, and he's he's my age. Oh, yeah, he's a young, dude. He's very young. And this this sort of like assumption that Beto is gonna like be the guy that is the best candidate for president. And well, it's the like, the hero worship for the Democratic Party has backfired multiple times. Yes, it has consistently. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why. We I mean, the last time I did work was with Barack Obama. Correct, but it also that was also bad because. The hero worship that happens means that people think that, okay, once this guy's in, that's it. We're done. And that's what happened in 2010 is the Democrats didn't turn out for the midterms. Because they thought that was it. Yeah, because Obama ha- will handle everything. And then the 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 Senate and the House turned back over to but the Republicans. But don't you feel, and, I, and I strongly feel this, I, I really do feel that the results of the election, wait, when did Trump get elected? 2016. 2016. Okay, so I feel a large part of it was a reactive backlash to him being black. Sure. You know? Well, I agree. I agree with that to some extent. But I also, I mean, you have to acknowledge that more people voted for Hillary. And part of the... No, that's true. She did win the popular vote by over a million, right? But she ran such a shitty campaign that they didn't have the... They didn't have, they didn't have the, the distribution yes, of votes that, that was needed. That was needed. So I, I think that that I think the backlash is is correct. Well, that's why gerrymandering I, is like yeah, it's huge. There's that's um, what fucks most of this up, right? And we have we have a system that I mean, there's more Democrats than Republicans in the country. There just right. are, mm-hmm. but we have a system that um, leans towards rural areas because of the Senate. Right, because every state has two senators, and because of the electoral college. So well, and then also in rural areas, you know, it's you know they're like repressing the votes of the poor and sure, yeah, you know, that's another that's another bit. voter ID laws, mm-hmm. making sure that the right people are voting and the wrong people, right? Aren't. Because the poor are more likely to vote Democratic, right? And they oh, we can't have that, yeah. you know. So yeah, I think I don't I don't know that there's. There's just not going to be another Obama. He's a singular politician. Yeah, I, I think he was a once-in-a-lifetime yeah. person. He's a black swan. He's like Trump. Obama and Trump are both black swans. These mm-hmm. like unpredictable, uh, world-changing figures. That's just like totally up. opposite spectrum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that you just couldn't see happening. Like of course. If, if you'd gone back to 2006 and been like, you know, Obama's going to be the next president, everybody would be like, that's absurd. We're not going to think Well, that. where Same. did he kind of make his debut? Was it the 2004 Democratic yeah. National Convention? Yes. He gave a speech. Yes. And people were like, who is this? Yeah. That was the start. Yeah. So I don't know that we're going to get another one of those. I don't, that we're looking for, we, they're looking for this guy or or gal and i just don't know that there's going to be another one so i think that people need to be a little more thoughtful about who they're really standing for politically right i mean i think we need somebody who who's experienced obviously yeah sure you know 
Just someone who's not fucking crazy <laughs> would be good. Non-crazy. Yeah. Beto does have the uh, the teeth of uh, a Kennedy. Is that part of his appeal? Do you think he looks like a Kennedy a little bit? Uh, maybe. He has that kind of like... I mean, in politics, the standards <laughs> are so low for what counts as good looking <laughs> that a lot of like kind of meh men get away. It's like, oh, that guy's not like a horrible troll. Sure, He's sure, not a sure. Mitch McConnell. You know who I thought was good looking before he turned out to be an, another shitbag? Hmm. Uh, John Edwards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a handsome man. Well, he, well, into his, <laughs> well into his 50s. He is? Oh, he has to be over 60 Oh, now. he is now, but I'm saying when he was... Oh, when he was running? When he was in his 50s, he looked like he was in his 30s. Yeah. Very handsome. But one of the most successful plaintiff's personal injury attorneys who has ever lived I in believe. Well, just look at that face. Just just imagine that guy smiling at you from the jury box. Right. Well, here he's younger in this picture, but yeah, good looking. Oh, he looks like he's like tried to have some plastic surgery or injections or <laughs> anyway yeah he had a kid out of wedlock blah blah blah. and then his his wife died from cancer yeah. and i just thought that was like so sad yeah have I you read really game change she's quite an interesting character in game change oh really yeah. very controlling and weird really yeah that's yeah. interesting yeah oh is it is it yours or mine uh well i'm on my last bad thing oh uh, the worst thing that happened to me in 2018, hands down, harassing emails from my ex-boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> wherein he told me that I, well, first of all, he, he, these emails were in response to some tweets that he didn't like, oh. some subtweets, which honestly, I'm allowed to tweet whatever I want, you know, and I've never, I've never used anyone's names and, uh, you know, I would tweet things like about like, oh, my ex is a loser. He's an alcoholic. Like he has multiple DUIs, which is true, <laughs> you know, but like also to be fair, I've dated multiple guys who are alcoholic losers. Okay. So like he gets all bent out of shape, tells me that he's been uh, basically looking at my Twitter since we've broken up. He, he tells me he's been saving my tweets. Yeah. You know, like he's the fucking Twitter Gestapo. And he, he he sends me this this mean email basically saying stuff like, I've been over you since the same day we broke up. <laughs> <laughs> over a year after we broke up, he, sends, he says that. And, uh, you know, he says, like, I was never attracted to you. I was never attracted to you. Wow. Even though that's not true. He used to come quite easily. <laughs> You know, because what can I say? Uh, call back. This this pussy is pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah. But I, you know, it, it, what he was trying to accomplish was probably to like, you know, just like get back at me or whatever. But and it kind of worked because I, you know, I went into a suicidal depression <laughs> for a few weeks after that. After the emails? Yeah, I immediately had to... Con I f immediately forwarded it to my therapist. And she said that he was uh, attacking me on multiple fronts. And that he was gross. To play devil's advocate. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> couldn't that description be applied, even though you weren't mentioning who it was directly? There's enough tribal knowledge within LA comedy for people to know See, to whom I, you were referring. No, 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 no. Because no, no. nobody knows who he is. <laughs> People but, but didn't people, know who he was when I was eating him, and people don't know who he is now. Uh, I mean, I guess, but I just I feel looking, like only my friends know who I'm talking about. Maybe, but just looking at it from the perspective of if any of my exes were like tweeting 
again, this is why I don't okay. get get together with comics. So I don't. Oh, I'm retired. Yeah. I'm retired See? from comics unless you have multiple credits and you're in one of the guilds. So <laughs> if you're in the WGA or SAG, yeah, get at me. Okay, <laughs> if you're not in a guild, I don't want your dick. Forget it. If I saw that, I saw one of my exes like tweeting these things about me. Uh, even though my name wasn't being mentioned, I think I'd be annoyed, and I think I'd probably. But if you say okay, like hypothetically, let's say you're in another relationship and you're allegedly head over heels in love. Sure. Why would you give a fuck? Uh, it still bothers you because <laughs> you still have. It's. I would still be like, oh, my name is being besmirched in a way, and I think maybe there's an over. You might be strisanding it by by contacting the person who's doing it instead of just being like, ah, fuck them. But I, I think I would be still annoyed mm. by it. I don't know. I just can't empathize with that. I mean, may, maybe that's just like because I'm a bitter... I feel like if he was like tweeting stuff about me, I would, act, like, I would feel flattered. <laughs> I would feel flattered. Would you retweet it? Sure. <laughs> Except we had each other... See, that's another thing is we had each other blocked and he was still looking at my Twitter. Right. So like to me, that's like another level of crazy. Yeah, I can see. I mean, I can see being annoyed. I don't know if I'd email somebody. And also, to be fair, when I was tw- like peak tweeting this mean stuff, it yeah. was when I had found out that his anniversary with his new girlfriend overlapped with uh, when we were still seeing each other oh. last year. So, so I had a little, I had a little freak out. Okay, <laughs> wouldn't you if you had that? Probably. I I try not to look at any anybody's things well you know try to avoid it they're out there yeah i know it's hard especially now it is hard plus like i'm i'm 99.9 percent sure that him or his girlfriend is looking at my instagram stories every day (laughs) i have multiple unknown i have people who don't follow me on instagram who are looking at my stories what are their screen names i don't want to bring it up because uh who knows maybe it's somebody who's stalking me no fan is it your fan uh, sure is it garbage bag no <laughs> actually i think he followed me with a fake account the other day but i'm not i can't prove anything have you heard about finstagrams are you what familiar with instagram i learned this recently this is a young person thing that okay I was taught. F- uh, finstagram is when you have your regular like instagram and yeah. then you have a another Instagram for like your friends your close friends that's where you post more personal Jesus. or controversial things Okay. Yeah. It's, I guess this is a. And it's like private? Yeah. It's private and only your friend, immediate friends have access to it. I, I'm controversial at all times. Yeah. On social it media. seems like a lot of work. I do have me. a fake Instagram for lurking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do have a Finstagram. No, but it's, I, I don't post anything oh. on it. No. Um, I think that would just be too much effort. And I know I'd miss post. Oh, I'd yeah. The you would like fuck open. up. Yeah. And, yeah. I wanted to start like an anonymous Twitter account where I say all the mean shit that I wouldn't post like publicly. Like as a character maybe? Yeah. Um, but like about people that I know. By name? Yeah. I'd probably attack them and stuff. But I'm like, I know I'd fuck that up. I know I'd be posting on the wrong one and everyone would figure it out. Oh, absolutely. I just don't trust myself enough to do that. So that's all that keeps me from being a lurking anonymous weirdo. That's true. My own incompetence. Mm. did you do your last yeah i think was mine last yeah i think yours was the oh, last one email for my ex. yeah <laughs> well do we have any other thoughts 
I don't think so. We covered it all. Anything you're looking forward to next year? Um, I'll be doing some stand-up comedy in, in merry old Holy England. Holy shit. We have some plugs. Uh, do you have any listeners in the UK? I'm sure. January 3rd and 5th in London. I will be doing some stand-up. Oh, yeah? Not at anywhere. I don't know, maybe it's good. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that this is going to be the last episode of this year uh, on the podcast. You can plug your socials. All my socials are funzeroni, every single one of them. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat even. Oh, you're still on the Snapchat. Uh, yeah, I need it's needed for certain things. Um, my, I'm pretty bad at social media, so it's not really worth following me. Be my Facebook friend. People like things I I'm post good sometimes. At, I'm good at social media. Subscribe to my podcast. That's the key. That's where all yeah. the fun is had. Yeah, and you'll hear me on it. Sure. Every once in a while. Yeah. One of our most controversial guests. It, but you love it. Yeah. You know? And her nemesis has recently come around. Oh, Dave. Yeah, Dave mm. of Kentucky. I'm a charming woman. Praised your appearance. Isaac is coming around. Oh, that's nice. Everyone, Everyone's on board. Oh, I think it takes a while to get to know me. Yeah, we have we have new people that our listeners hate. So that's good. They're getting the, the brunt of the aggression. <laughs> right. Um. So for me, let's see, upcoming shows. I'm going to be uh, on Chatterbox Comedy Night January 6th. Mm. And beautiful Covina, California. <laughs> um, and then I have some other dates coming up. I think I'm on the Roast Battle pre-show on January 22nd. Um, so those will be up. And then follow me on Instagram uh, for my cute selfies and uh, self-deprecating captions. And uh, Twitter as well, Fixed Air Heather. And subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And please give me five stars because I need some sort of boost. Validation. Something. I don't know. Okay. Let's say bye. Goodbye. Bye.